Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Did the Buffalo Bills impress you week one versus the Colts? Apparently, there was a little brouhaha in Buffalo today during practice. Who got the dub? Who got the L? Do you guys agree with these little in-practice in, in brawls? Let's tune in to the Buffalo Fanatics. This is the record part. We'll see you in just a second. edition of the Rico Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. What's good, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. Smash that like while you guys are in here. If you guys are new to the channel, do me a favor. Subscribe. You won't be sorry once the season starts because we just getting started. Y'all know who it is. Your boy Rico. Let's get right into it. I don't know if I should jump into the week one preseason or should we jump into practice and, and how things go? Let's just go into practice. Rico. We talk about practice. Yes, we are. Well, apparently today's practice was a bit of an intense one. And I like these type of practices. The, the low-key, relaxed, run-through, no, 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 cut that shit out. I told you guys, I'm of the mindset that I need my quarterback. And I'm starting with Josh Allen because, I, you know what I mean? He's the good guy. Everybody loves Josh Allen. He's the thumbs up, everything's all right, go Bills type of guy, right? And I like that. I still want him to keep that edge. However, I do want that bit of an asshole. I want that bit of a like a dickhead Josh Allen. I know he's got it in him. And we got a little bit of it today. Not from Josh, but maybe they're taking a little bit of Josh and throwing it into practice. Today was an intense one, and I like it. Now, I'm going to tell you something, man. Why these – see, the, the real question is, why do these practices get chippy? Why do, why do these brawls happen? Typically, you'll see a big brawl like this. I mean, I call it a brawl, but really, it wasn't a brawl, right? A little skirmish, right? But these skirmishes happen for a couple of reasons, right? 
practices are getting long. Now you're getting testy. You know, I mean, it's crunch time right now. And decisions are being made, have been made, will be made. So at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. So apparently, Saran Neal got into it with my man, Stefan Diggs. And I like it, right? Because Saran Neal has been subject, um, he's been a subject of, of, uh, of, of, of some criticism. Uh, more more so in his coverage ability. Coverage ability, it's it's up and down, right? And I'll give you a prime example, right? Perfect. He was in great position against, I believe it was Alec Pierce, the receiver for the Colts. And Anthony Richardson put it right on the money. And it would have been a touchdown if not for the drop. Who was in coverage? Saran Neal, right? Now, he was in good coverage. It was just a drop. But I'm going to tell you this, man. Saran Neal got into it with Stefan Diggs, baby. And uh, Stefan Diggs wasn't having it. And, and Stefan Diggs was chirping and getting at him. And I guess Saran Neal made a good play. So he's letting him have it. So it's, it's more of a, like, I know I can play this game. And man, get your ass off the field. And Stefan Diggs probably turned around and said, whoa, 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 hold on, big fella. Wasn't it you that got cooked the other day? You know what I mean? It might get like that. He probably gets chippy that way. And that's why, you know what I mean, tempers flare. So, uh, I mean, everything was all good afterwards. Because guess what? The alpha on the team. The leader on the team was like, you know what? Whatever happens in between these lines, that's what happens in between these lines. After practice, they were seen dapping it up. You know what I'm saying? We good. We chill. We good. Let's, let's get it on. You feel me? Let's get, let's get going. But let me tell you this, man. You need these type of competitive practices, especially because it's we're crunch time. We're not facing, you know I mean, the LA Rams week one. We're facing a rival. We're facing an in-division team, the Jets. So you got to be sharp. And like my, my lady Kim Bet says, iron sharpens iron. That's how it's supposed to work, right? But it didn't stop there, folks. It didn't stop there. Apparently, Spencer Brown got into it with none other than our middle linebacker for now, Tyrell Dotson. And I guess they got into it. You know what I'm saying? They got the, they got the throwing hands. I don't know what was going on, but they got into it to the point where the whole team Jumped in and was like kind of spreading them all out. You think I was there, but I mean I'm reading up on the stuff and I'm in. I'm only imagining what it would look like. I can I can already tell. First of all, Spencer Brown is six foot freaking eight. You know what I'm saying? Tyrell Dawson, what is he like six two, six one, six two? So like him, you know, he's looking up. I don't know what kind of squirmish you're trying to get into that with that six foot eight man. But it quickly got, you know I mean, put to bed. Now here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. Uh, allegedly, helmets were thrown. Right. Apparently, I mean, somebody tried to channel their inner Miles Garrett and tried to, you know, I mean, swing on Mason Rudolph. I don't know what was going on, but I will tell you this. It never happened. <laughs> it never happened. Tyrell Dotson put it to bed. He says, fam, you mean swinging a helmet is when I'm throwing somebody's helmet back to them? Like, I can't see somebody on the same team. You know what I'm saying? Throwing a helmet and swinging helmets. You feel me? Now, if you're on the Jets and your name is Geno Smith. And your name is IK, whatever his last name was. I can understand because, you know what I mean, the fist, the fist are thrown. But at the end of the day, folks, let's calm down. It was just a little inter, you know what I'm saying, inner scrimmage, skirmish between the, between the team. And it's done and it's squashed. Everybody, everybody moves on. But I'm all for these type of, you know what I'm saying, intermingling, inter-skirmishes. Because it, it just, you know what I'm saying, you know you're coming to a point where like, okay, it's you against me, and you can't keep making me look bad, or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? And one thing that steps that stands out to me 
is when you're going up against star players, you want to try to make that star player look bad, not great, because now it gives yourself confidence. And star players don't like looking bad, especially against a person that they might seem not on their level. So that's where these little inter-skirmishes happen. And I like it. It gives, it brings you intense. It brings you intensity. It brings you, it brings the competition much higher. And there's a lot at stake right now because right now these folks are looking, these folks are looking at Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they ain't do shit. They're looking at Buffalo like Buffalo didn't win the division three years straight. You know what I'm saying? They're looking at Buffalo like, like Buffalo's like the Cardinals or something. I don't know what's going on. It's a little strange, but they're also looking at the Jets like they're the second coming. They're looking at the Miami, the Miami Dolphins. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be leading the division, and the Bills are just existing. In what world? <laughs> in what world are we just existing? Well, that might, and it might work for some folks. It might not give a damn. Some folks might not give a damn. But some people need that type of, that type of, I guess, motivation. You know what I'm saying? So, and the fact that we're facing the Jets week one, nothing would make me happier if we come out with a win. And I would love to get a win. I don't like the, the, the notion and the thought of starting 0-1. It's gross. It makes me want to throw up. But it is what it is. So uh, practice was, uh, was a bit of something. I got, I got a little bone to pick, though. I got, I got to keep it a buck here. Hold on a second. I got I to um, get a super chat from my guy, Dan Brown. What up, Dan? Dan says, yo, Rico, just wanted to say thanks. Uh, say again, I appreciate you hitting me up uh, with the Maui Fires. Much love. Also, hit me up with that address. I'll send that good, good coffee. Listen, I'm not a coffee drinker, man. And I, I got I to gotta keep it a buck. I'm going to tell you something. So before everybody, you, you guys know I work nights. So I, I get up. And before I went to bed, I told wifey, wifey, look, yo, if you have a chance to go to the coffee shop, Timmy's, yo, grab me a coffee and then I'll just warm it up before I go to work. Anyway, so I get woken up. Nothing gets worse. I don't know about you guys. I got I to gotta go on a little rant. You ever, I don't know if you have your, your spouse or whoever. They're chatty. Just chatty people. Chatty in the morning. Chatty before bed. Chatty, chatty. I'm not a chatty, chatty person. Although I do these podcasts and stuff. But I'm like, if I'm waking up, I'm just kind of uh, getting my ass together. Here comes wifey. Hey, I made, I made you a coffee. And uh, I don't know if, if it's going to be of your liking. Taste it. Girl, I just woke up. <laughs> you want me to taste coffee right off the bat? Chill out. Feel me? I don't know. Do you guys have any spouses that are like that? Ah, just chatty, chatty. Like, let me wake up first before we get into the into a conversation. But anyway, I appreciate you. I'm gonna send you the address because I'd like to try the Kona. Um, but I, I I'm a I'm a double double guy. I'm a double double guy. Some people are like, oof, that's too sweet. I'm a double double with a shot of caramel. That's what I. That's what I. That's how I get my get my day going. I may not finish the whole coffee. <laughs> but nonetheless, it tastes good. But yeah, I'm gonna definitely uh, hit you up, my dad, my man Dan Brown. And shut, listen, man. And I gotta stay on this topic, man. The the fires in Hawaii right now in Maui are devastating, bro. And I know about it firsthand because in Nova Scotia, where I'm at, just a month ago, a little over a month ago, there were forest fires like crazy, and we weren't sure if this thing was gonna stop. It went through acres and acres of acres of land. And it was it was craziness. So what's going on in Maui is absolutely crazy. It is crazy. And I'm hearing I mean, for those that are conspiracy theorists, I don't know, but I'm hearing way more things and I, it's disturbing. But uh, shout out to those that um, that are out there. Shout out to those that uh, say prayers out to you, all man, because I really hope that you guys recover and uh, things uh, things turn up. I know it's going to take some time, but I hope things turn up. So shout out to my man, Dan Brown. I hope you're good out there, bro. Uh, so let's get into it, folks. Let's get into it. All right. Um, 
somebody asked me the other day, was I able to watch the game? Um, <laughs> was I able to watch the game the other day? And I told you guys, I was trying to negotiate with the wife to see if I could get in and watch the game. And the results were what I expected. I didn't get to watch the game. <laughs> I, I didn't get to watch the game. I was trying to catch a couple, you know what I'm saying, a couple things on Twitter and stuff. And I was hoping that she would see me and we scrolling. And she said, hey, babe, oh, I forgot. Did you want to go watch the game? No, nah, I didn't get any of that. She was like, what you doing? Oh, I'm just checking the thing. She was like, okay. Nothing else? Not a peep. So I didn't get to watch the game. But nonetheless, I didn't really miss much. I caught, I caught the game again. I watched the game again. And we will share our thoughts on uh, and my reactions on the game. And I've got a, a several thoughts on this game. Uh, but nonetheless, um, I like what we saw. And I'm going to get right into it. I like what the team was able to show us on defense. I'm going to tell you right now, man, this, this defensive front is a problem. This defensive front will be a problem. If this defensive front can stay healthy all year long, we are going to be this. This is probably the best D line that has been constructed and put together under the McDermott and Bean regime. And I think this is what they've been trying to build for the longest time. And they finally have found the nucleus. They found the right pieces to put together. And this is what is, this is the result. Now, this is only week one of preseason. You're going up against, you know what I'm saying? Third, second, you know what I'm saying? Fourth string guys. But at the end of the day, what I was able to see with the first team was, was solid forcing a turnover they couldn't get the run game going like we were absolutely all over the colts did you guys enjoy the game that's one that's one thing right uh by the way we got 215 people tuned in uh from facebook shout out shout out to my facebook peeps and shout out to my youtube peeps shout out to y'all smash that like while you guys are in here and if you guys have not subscribed subscribe to the channel let's go uh they they i i was i came out really impressed with, with uh, some players on this squad. And I came away disappointed with some players on this squad. And I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it real with you. And I gotta, I gotta try to find the clip that I want to, cause I need to, and I thought I saved it and I'm disappointed that I didn't. Cause I'm going to, and I'm, and I apologize that I need to add this in this, in this show segment, because I think it's necessary. I think it's very necessary. And I hope I did save it. And I'd be disappointed if I didn't. And yes, I did save it. This is wonderful. So give me a moment while I, I add this uh, to our, our stream here today because I need to. But this game, I felt, was, was indicative of players showing who they are and showing what time on a team can do, what a great offseason can do for a player. Boogie Basham really stood out to me. I was really impressed with what Boogie Basham was able to show me. I don't know about you guys, but I'm torn. I was under the impression that, listen, man, Boogie might have to get traded. Not because he's not talented enough, but because we just have too many guys on the team. Too many, too many numbers. The numbers are just too plentiful. But what he was able to show me in that short period of time lets me believe that, hold on now, we might have to, we might have to keep him part of the rotation. But you already know what happens. What ends up happening is somebody's got to go. So give me a second here. 
I'm going to put you on pause for just a moment while I add this last clip here. Hopefully I got the right, hopefully I got the right clip because I, I don't want to put you guys on hold for that long. But uh, this guys, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed what I was able to see from Boogie Basham. I think he was solid. I think he was explosive. I think he was, he was dominant and uh, he was pushing the pocket. He was, he was patient. I like what I saw. I want more of it. I want, and I can't wait till week two and I'll be able to watch it. And we're going to do a pregame, uh, pregame, man, will we do pregame? Maybe not. We don't need to do pregame, but we'll definitely do a postgame show and then, and definitely get, get it going. Does he need a producer? No, we good now. I think, I think I got what I needed. I needed the, I needed the clip of, uh, of uh, Kyir Elam in coverage, but we'll go, we'll talk about it in just a moment. Right? So Boogie Basham stood out to me very much. So I'm impressed with Boogie Basham uh, on the offense side of the ball. Our rookie, Osiris Torrance. I'm not, I'm not saying, oh, I was so impressed with Osiris, but he stood his ground. He stood his ground in the run game. I like what I saw from him just a little bit there. I definitely like what I saw from him in pass coverage. He's going to get better. I'd like him to get his, I mean, extend your arms and get it out there and kind of anchor yourself. Um, but he's a rook. He's going to learn a lot. He's going to learn a lot. So I'm not, I'm not disappointed in what I saw from Osiris Torrance. I'm looking forward to more. And the word out there is like, I mean, listen, if he started the first half altogether, sometimes it can mean something. Sometimes it doesn't need to mean anything. And what I mean by that is they gave him the first half so they can see, okay, what, how can he deal? How is he going to, how is he going to show me what I need to see? And if they didn't, if he didn't show enough or he didn't impress enough, Ryan Bates, you're in. Because I already know what Ryan Bates can do. So a lot of times when you see these guys get the starts, it may not mean anything. I'm gonna just I'm gonna go a step further. Dane Jackson gets an interception. Everybody could be like, "Yep, that's our number one." I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet, and this is a prop. I, I hope this is the right time to play this clip because I really think that it's not over just yet. It's not over just yet. So let me see if I can. I hope I get. I got the right clip here, and I'm gonna be disappointed if I don't. But let's uh let's see if I got it. Hold on, let me see if I this, this one here. It's Cook again, trying to get to the... Producer, if you're in here, I'm trying to get that Kyer in coverage. The Kyer in coverage, he had perfect coverage. He had perfect coverage, but he had to pull. This is what's killing Kyer Elam. He's got all the damn physical tools. He's lengthy. He's got the speed. He can be physical, but he's, he lacks trust in his ability. Trust your skill set, my guy. You don't need this. That extra pull, for what? For what, man? Holy jumpers, man. It, and I'm telling you, and I bring Kyir Elam up because Dane Jackson right now has the hold over that position. But I'd like to see more of Dane Jackson. Now you're going up against a little stiffer competition. Deontay Johnson, you got George Pickens. Like, we're going up against a better a better preseason team, a better team in the Steelers. They're vying, you know what I'm saying, to have a winning record, not a, not, not a record of 8-8 eight and eight or whatever the record was. Did they have a winning record last year? I think it was 9-8, and eight, right? They didn't have a losing record, right? Well, the point is this. They didn't make the playoffs. It's that simple. So at the end of the day, what, what do you want? You want to be able to... You want to be able to, to be competitive. You want to be able to stay with it. And we're going up against stiffer competition. And the stiff competition, I want to see what Dane can do. And I really want to see what Kyrie can do. Like, you got to 
blatantly just be beat up and like you just can't hang with these guys for me to say, okay, you're done. I'm not quite out on Kyrie Elam. I think he's still got the skill set enough to play with these boys. But golly, trust your abilities, man. When I played ball back in the day, right, and I made that switch over to DB, and a lot of times, like, I didn't want to get beat. No DB wants to get beat. I'm going to keep it a buck. No DB wants to get beat. So they're they're trying to stay extra on top of of their receiver. So a lot of that, when when I made my transition, I was already back. I was in my back pit. I was turning my hips already, and I was already, like, in position. I'm like, what, what are you doing? I'm like, what you mean? It's like, yo, trust your speed, man. Let him get, let him, let him try to break that cushion on you. Got enough speed that you can stay with him. So I had to like trust that. All right, I do got speed. I can do these. I can do, man, this guy's got all the skill set. He's got all the skill set in the world to be a top corner. Fam, trust yourself, man. Enough of this holding business. Enough of that, man. You're going to be, you're going to be known for that. You can't, you don't want to be known for that, bro. You're going to be like, you know, you're going to be like rock your sin. You're going to be all over the place because you just can't. You know, so you're holding too much, bro. And right now, that is keeping you from, you know what I mean, gaining that number one position right next to Trey White. And Dane Jackson's all over it. And I'm not mad at Dane Jackson. I'm not mad at Dane Jackson. Dane Jackson's always in the right place, right time. You want that. Case in point, the interception. Now, terrible idea, terrible decision to throw it, Anthony Richardson. You didn't need to. You just throw that shit away. Either throw it into the dirt or throw it away. You try to squeeze that in there with that cannon of an arm and you throw it right to Dane Jackson. So I'd like to see more of Dane Jackson. I really would. But on top of that, fam, I need Kyrie to just trust yourself, bro. Trust yourself. Golly, man. And if you do, you are going to be a problem. You will definitely be a problem. I'm, a, I'm just going to be the buck. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's stay with this game, though, and what impressed me, what took, what took away. And uh, let's, let's start off. Let me just let me structure this. Let's start off with, with the, the right way to do things. And uh, let me just get into my bag here real quick. And then we'll, we'll, get, to, we'll get to it. And uh, we're going to talk about our, our spotlight heroes. And uh, in, in this game, spotlight hero, uh, I, had, I had a few. James Cook looked good. I like what James Cook was able to give me. He looked... I, let me get on James Cook. Because I still... I'm yet to see what I need to see from James Cook. But... I'm starting to see some good things. I'm starting to see some good things. And this game kind of gave me an idea of what to expect from James Cook. And he looked decisive. He looked explosive. And he's got this patience about him when he's running the football that I, I'm starting to admire about his game because he can take off like this. And I like that a lot. And uh, if you look at this play here, I mean, it's a, it's a standard, standard play from an RB, nothing crazy, where you, you kind of hit the line. And then you feel the line crash in and you bounce outside and then take it to take it to the house. I mean, it was an easy run to read, but nonetheless, I liked it. Check, check the play out. I mean, you guys have seen it before. Turn. It's Cook again, trying to get to the outside at the five, and Cook takes it in for a Buffalo touchdown. Any better when a player plays with confidence. My man stuck his foot in the dirt, made his decision, and I'm gone. And he saw it. He, he processed that really quickly, really quickly. Got the handoff, stuck it. He saw the linebackers crashing in because that's what it is. You got to read that. You got to read that LB. You read that middle LB. That middle LB crashes in. Out you go, boy. I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? That middle LB kind of scrapes a little bit back inside. And he made his decision quick. Plant foot. Out he goes. Sideline. You're not, you're not touching. I really like that. Now, there was a couple other uh, touches that he had 
where they gave him touches in the red zone. They're giving him touches in the red zone. They're giving him touches inside the tackle. What? I like it, man. Now, that 190-pound frame, it's really nice in the first six weeks of the season. It's when you start to get to week 10, week 11, week 12. You know what I'm saying? When the season's dragging on. And now we get to see what's really good, right? But luckily for the way the NFL is, is you know what I'm saying, is being run these days, there ain't no bell cow running back. There isn't a bell cow running back anymore. So now you you can you can kind of preserve yourself for all 17, 18 weeks. So I'm kind of I'm kind of liking what I've seen from my man James Cook. Now I'm not fully all the all the way in, not all the way, but I, I see what you're doing, James Cook. I see what you're doing, and I'm not I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all, man. So uh shout out to my man James Cook. I like what I saw from him. And uh let's keep it, let's keep it popping. Let's keep it going, man. My spotlight hero, other than James Cook, uh Tyrell Shavers, man. Tyrell Shavers, the 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 be- I won't just single out Tyrell Shavers. Um, because you had Tyrell Shavers did his thing. Uh give me a second here. Cause I want I want to get this, I want to get the statistics in. Uh, so I can kind of give you an, an idea of what uh we were looking at here. So Tyrell Shavers did his thing. I like what I saw. We saw um Desmond Patman do his thing already. He had three receptions off his three targets, and that's what I loved, right? The three targets, three receptions. Tyrell Shavers have five targets. And I, I think a show ago or two shows ago, I said, don't, I'm, don't be surprised if you start hearing the name Tyrell Shavers. And look what we're seeing. Tyrell with five receptions. Now, he only made he started five targets, only made two receptions, but he, he cashed in on a touchdown. And then Marcel Aitman had two receptions off of two targets. I like what I'm seeing. Now, here's a name. And I don't want to hype this up. I don't want to hype it up. And I'm not just looking at the this, 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 statistics, but I'm looking at, body language i'm looking at what i see on the field and what it can present for our team now before i get into it i have to go back i gotta go back to last year right we brought in cole beasley cole beasley ended the season with us it was cool but we got we brought him in mid-season you know say near, near the end right we had our guy isaiah mckenzie Jamison Crowder, like we, we, a plethora of players trying to play in the slot. And I'll keep it a buck. We're trying to emulate what Cole Beasley was able to give us the last two to three years until, you know, saying the team was like, nah, we're going to part ways with you and we're going to, you know I mean, we're going to give these young guys a chance, an ability to, you know, what I mean, get that rack, you mean, get that yak, yeah, yards after the catch, all that good stuff to, to end up, to end up bringing back. Cole Beasley, because we couldn't, we couldn't duplicate it. Fast forward to the preseason game. Former second round pick, Andy Isabella. Now I'm not, I'm not gonna hype him up. I'm gonna let Twitter do all that. But I, I'm, a, I'm gonna make an observation and tell you, this guy is quick enough and fast enough that. He could really try to push and make this team. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I'm not going to hold y'all. But he can. And the, the, the reps that he was able to get on the field, I can tell you right now, is going to make Josh Allen very, very comfortable. And if this guy can keep it up, Brandon Bean, Brandon Bean has hit another one. Brandon Bean has hit another one at the park, fighting someone that, Teams are not really kind of utilizing properly. Come on, he says, 
I'll find a place for you. I'll try to make things work. Now, I don't want to hype it up too much. But when you look at what he was able to do onto the field, he gave you a great indication as to, man, that's what Cole Beasley was able to do. Short area quickness, in and out of your breaks, catch the ball, I'm gone. And he has good feel for where he's supposed to be. In a short time that he's been with the team, he's already made an impression on his coaching staff. And he's already made an impression on people watching. Sometimes you just got to trust your eyes. And your eyes are telling you, hold on now. I think I see something. So I need more. I want to see more of Andy Isabella. I can't believe I'm even saying it, but I'm just telling you what I see. And it looked good. It looked good. So let's keep it up. I mean, spotlight hero. I got to give him up. I got to give it up. Let me give you another spotlight hero, which I was very impressed by. I like what I saw from Puna Fort. That, that short little bowling ball and, 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 and of a man was pushing the pocket, was doing really well. I'm impressed with this freaking depth of this D-line. I ain't going to front, man. I like it. I like it a lot. Let's keep it up. And uh, on the defensive front, last but not least, Dorian freaking Williams. Dorian Williams look good. Once Dorian Williams was able to settle himself down and get into the elements of playing linebacker, of playing middle linebacker, bro, he was decisive. He was hitting the holes. He was, he was bringing that. He was what we call bringing the thump behind his pads. He wasn't just playing patty cake with you. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't just playing patty cake, man. He was here, he was here to thump your ass. Pause. He was here to get on you and move you out the way. In comparison to Tyrell Dotson. Now, Tyrell Dotson naturally is a thumper, but when you go back and look at the film and look at the game, yo, somebody put his hands on, on his chest and moved him out the way. He was out of he was out of the play. I saw it on like I saw it on two occasions, two or three occasions where he just it, it was they got an angle on him and pushed out the way out of the play. I don't know if I like that. Actually, I know I don't like that. So I need that. I need my linebacker coming in with some thump from the beginning. When that guard tries to pull up on you, bang, move back. No, 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 no. You ain't going to. I need to disrupt what you're trying to do right now. I don't like it. You, you pull it up on me. Pull up. No, I don't want you pulling up on me, man. I need to I need to set you back and then now reestablish myself and see what's going on. I like that. Pop. Let me see what's happening. Now, a lot of people want to say, oh, he's a little undersized. No, 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 no. When, you, when you're a football player, it don't matter how undersized you are, bro. You can hit. Look at Teron Johnson. Teron Johnson hits like a, he's a 6'4", 240 linebacker, man. Boy can hit. I'm telling you right now, man. This Dorian Williams cat, you let him keep doing what he does. He, he should get more opportunity. I'm not going to say that he's going to take away uh, Dotson because Terrell Bernard still has an opportunity. Now, let me stick on to, let me stick on, I, 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 let me just cap this up like this. Dorian Williams, he was able to give us a little something in that game. I want you all to be, be able to pay attention to next game. The competition is going to be a little more stiffer, and I'll be interested to see how McDermott decides to shake up his depth, shake up the, the depth chart for going into this game. Will he get first team reps? Will he be alongside? I, I, I'm curious to see how this plays out. I want to see Kyrie Elam get more touches. I want to see Kyrie Elam get more touches. Now, um, let me stay. Let me stay with it. Let me stay with my banners because uh, sometimes things want to make you say, "Hmm, 
Doesn't it? All right, all right. Were there any moments in this game where you're like, huh, did you see that? Or where is this? Or what's going on with that? Did anything stand out to you that made you say, huh, I'm going to tell you right now. We drafted a receiver late in rounds. And that receiver either didn't touch the field or they didn't give him any opportunity to make something happen on the offensive side of the ball. Do you guys know who I'm referring to? That's Justin Shorter. I'm seeing Marcel Aitman, Tyrell Shavers, Desmond Patton. Khalil Shakir was looking great. Where was Justin Shorter? What's going on with that? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in on you. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump. And I, and I want. I I see. I can see where this could go, and I don't want it to go there. But fam, you letting guys that like Marcel Aitman, and no disrespect to these guys whatsoever, but I should I should be seeing your name beyond these guys' names. Keyshawn Johnson. I I don't I I shouldn't be seeing these guys' names. They should be behind yours. Now, unless I'm tripping and he was hurt and they didn't play him or he was deactivated, which I highly doubt. But no, 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 no. This, 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 this is not good. And I'm not overreacting here. I'm not overreacting. Kincaid wasn't involved, but you can understand why Kincaid wasn't involved. Kincaid is going to be involved all year round. Kincaid was drafted in the first round. Sorry, I, I'm I'm referring to a comment that I saw, and I, I can't I can't disrespect you like that, John Robert. I gotta pull up your I gotta pull up your comment. Kincaid wasn't involved because Kincaid didn't get in there too late. I'm okay with that. You don't want him getting hurt, do you? <laughs> I don't certainly. And they were probably evaluating evaluating Kincaid on other things, because if you look back at the touchdown that uh, that uh, James Cook. Score today. Take a look at who's on the field. It's Cook again, trying to get to the outside at the five, and Cook takes it in for a Buffalo touchdown. It's Cook again, trying to get to the outside at the five, and Cook takes it in for a Buffalo touchdown. Any? They're evaluating something else. They want to see what Kincaid could do, you know what I'm saying, blocking and getting in there. But Justin Shorter, brother, I need to see a little more, brother. I need to see a little. I see, and I'm not, I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying it makes you say, "Hmm, what's going on? What's going on?" You feel me? So, I listen. I want to see a little more. I want to see a lot more from Justin Shorter. I want to see what he brings to the table because he's he's got raw talent. He's got raw talent. But when I see your peers. When I see your peers jumping on there and I don't see your name, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm wondering. I'm wondering what's going on. You feel me? But uh, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, there's a lot. There's a long season. There's a couple more games of preseason, and we're going to find out what's going on. But the number two, you know what I mean? Everybody knows week two preseason is when you'll probably get a, a few more, more of the starters play. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Maybe a quarter and then call it a day. And then week three, you're just trying to figure out, you mean, you're tying up loose ends. But I'm going to tell you right now, man, that definitely has me saying, hmm, I need to see a little more, brother. I need to see a little more. So uh, that being said, nonetheless, guys, I, I I really thoroughly enjoyed what I saw in this game. I, I liked what I saw. The depth of the O-line. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, this, oh, this O-line is not as problematic as I thought it was going to be. It's not as problematic as I thought it was going to be. I, I like the depth that we have on this one. I, listen, Ryan Bates leads the way with the depth. You got David Andrews. I know Tommy Doyle is there, but I'm, I'm not too I'm not too up on Tommy Doyle. Uh, but nonetheless, the depth, the interior depth that we have on the squad, I like it. I like it. Rookie Broker looked pretty damn good. You know what I'm saying? Look pretty damn good. I'm not going. I'm not going to hold you. He looked good, man. Uh, let me jump in on some uh, some uh, excuse me while I do this uh, some super chats and. Uh, I don't want to disrespect y'all, but I, I see it. I'm going to go back to it. My man, Hayes McClendon. What's going on, Hayes? He says, yo, what's up, Rico? What do you think of Barkley and Mims? Uh, Mims, I didn't get we didn't get enough of Mims, man. I need to see more, right? These undrafted rookies, you need to see more of them. But he did look good and explosive on his one play. Uh, it looked, it really looked nice. I liked what I saw from him. It was seven carries for 23 yards, so I need a little bit more. But he had a, he had a, I like what I saw, man. I can't even, I can't even, uh, can't even hate. He had the nice reception for two for 30. And it's all about what you do with the ball afterwards. That, that, that nice hurdle he did at the end. I like it. More from him. I need to see more from him, right? Um, but listen, what more do you want to see from him? You got, listen, here are your running backs. Cook, Harris, Murray. That's, those are your three. Done. Mims, practice squad, probably, if that, right? But he looked good, right? And that's what you want. That's what you want from depth players, from undrafted free agents. Take an opportunity and make the most of your opportunity. And that's what he did. So kudos, kudos to my man, uh, Mims. I think his name is Jordan Mims, is it? Yeah, Jordan. kudos to my man, Jordan Mims. Now, the quarterback position. The quarterback position. Let me keep you, let me keep your question up, please. 
Thank you for that super chat, by the way, Hayes. Uh, the quarterback position. Let me tell you something about that quarterback position, man. I'm, I'm, are you surprised? You got a, a player that's not been on this team, that doesn't know the offense, that, that has looked behind, if you will. Then Barkley. Barkley's been with the team. He knows this offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing. This is what you expected out of Barkley. Do you trust either one of them to be the quarterback if something were to happen to Josh? No, absolutely not. However, Kyle Allen had some really good throws in that game. He made some good reads. You can't even hate. I, I liked what I saw from Kyle Allen. But at the same time, I'm not impressed. <laughs> but if Barkley were to be the backup quarterback, so be it. So be it. He was. I bet you he didn't intend to be. I think he intended to just be chilling as a third-string quarterback. One of the best jobs ever. Second string would be better, but third string quarterback, even better on the practice squad. You get all the dividends. You get to be with the team. You get to rock, rock the jokes, all that good stuff with minimal pressure because you chill it. But if he's going to be the back of quarterback, I trust it enough because he's been in the system. But it's expected for him to be ahead of Kyle Allen. I expect it. If Kyle Allen can come in, and really establish himself and really and, and establish himself and, and hold on to that second string, kudos to him because he's got to learn. So, I mean, he's had all he's had all offseason to learn it. I get it, but it's not going to be the same as Barkley. It won't be the same. So my thoughts on that is that kudos to Barkley. You're doing what we expect you to do. I mean, you are going up against the third, the third and second string and fourth string, sometimes even no string. You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, you did what you're supposed to do. And that's what we want as your as the back of quarterback. Uh, will they battle it out all the way through? Maybe. If Barkley continues to show us what he's got and Kyle Allen doesn't supplant him enough, then there's your backup quarterback and Matt Barkley. That's why these competitions are, are crucial. But I can't see it. I think it's I think it's going to be Kyle Allen at the end, but you just never know these days. You never know. Let me get another super chat in uh, coming from my man Maurice Anderson. What's up, Maurice? I appreciate that super chat. He says, yo, I watched him since college. Williams is a problem. He's talking about Dorian Williams out of what? It was it was it Tulane, Tulane University. So um, yeah, man, shout out shout out to Dorian Williams, man. It won't take him long. It will not take Dorian Williams long to establish himself if he keeps playing the way he did in this last game. Buddy had what seven tackles, seven tackles, six solo tackles by himself. His he read everything properly. He was all over it. I was impressed with with Dorian Williams, and I'm a, I'm gonna give a shout out to my man Rev. Rev likes Dorian Williams. I'm going to give a shout-out to my man, Bobby, because Bobby was like, don't sleep on Dorian Williams because he brings that thunder. He brings that thump. And why are we messing around and having him play weak side? And this is my problem with McDermott and his, and his, his ways of doing things. Although I understand it, because guys have been waiting in the wings for their opportunity. You got to give them the opportunity. I get it. I'd be pissed off, too, if I was like, two, am I my, I'm in my fourth year. And I'm like, man, I want my opportunity. Tremaine Edmonds is gone. So this is my chance to step up. And you guys draft somebody else. At least give me the, the benefit of the doubt that I can do this and I got the job. I get that part. But I also get the business part. You got to be way better than my, my rookie third rounder for me to not give you this opportunity. Because I'm going to tell you, man, when I'm watching uh, McDermott speak and that linebacker position is brought up, there's no... I don't see the confidence in his voice when he's speaking on the linebacker position outside of Matt Milano. I don't hear the confidence. 
So, like, I'll give you an example. When Bernard goes down to injury, do you think do you think coach is loving that? He's like, fuck. All right, Terrell, you're hurt. You gotta you gotta heal up. Tyrell, get in there. But I'm sure he wants to see more competition in these games. Now he's got a role with Tyrell Dotson this whole way. And then by the time that Terrell Bernard gets back, it's like ready for week one, third preseason. You didn't really get a chance to evaluate him. So now you have to roll with Tyrell Dotson. Unless Dorian Williams can say, F all that. I want that spot. And you're going to have to force me not to take it. But that's not the way McDermott rolls. McDermott's like, wait your turn, young buck, which is so lame. If he's that much better and if he shows you that he can do it again against the against the freaking Steelers, it's a conversation worth having. A deep conversation worth having. And it's not over yet. It ain't over yet. So I appreciate that comment from my man, Maurice Anderson. You know, I love you, man. Uh, let me get to uh, another super chat coming from my man, Kevin Schneider. What up, Schneider? Schneider said, yo, with a hard schedule this year, Rico, will this be the year that Allen shows the league that he should be MVP? Well, Allen is always going to be in MVP conversation. He's definitely going to have competition because Aaron Rodgers has got a, has got a loaded roster on his end. You got... Obviously, Pat Mahomes is doing it. Herbert, you know what I'm saying, just added some pieces to this to the squad. So, you know what I mean, Burrow is nice like that. So, in order for Josh Allen to gain that MVP, he's got to, A, knock it off with the turnovers. Because that's the big one. That's the one that kills Allen because they say, yeah, yeah, he's great, but he's he's got, what, 13 turnovers or something like that, 14 interceptions. You can't have that. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what's going to take you out of conversation. Losing to teams you shouldn't be losing to is going to take you out of competition. So this this MVP um, scenario is very much in play for Josh Allen. It's always going to be in play because he's a dual threat. Not only will he get you up in the air, but he will run your ass over. He'll truck you or he'll hurl your ass. He is a dangerous threat. He's a dangerous threat. And that's why he's a top 10 player in this game. So, yes, he's always going to be in that conversation for MVP. Can he get it this year? Of course he can. Of course he can. And if he gets MVP, that tells me the Bills are in great position. And I'm all over it. I'm all over it. Uh, I got a last super chat coming in from my man, Jason Miller. What's up, Jace? Jace says, yo, Mims had, Mims had some good looks at returner. Who else do we have uh, with, uh, with Hines down? Darrington Evans. Darrington Evans is the next guy that we want to be looking at uh, in terms of return ability. Darrington Evans, coming out of college, was a speed back, man. He went to the Titans. And he was supposed to be that change of pace, the change of pace back uh, with Big Derrick Henry, but Darrington Evans, don't sleep on Darrington Evans, man. He boy, that boy can run, man. Like just alone, Darrington Evans had he had that one kick return for forty two yards, made a nice cut, slow. He slow rolled it, boom, cut out, and away he goes. It's an art being a kick returner, and a part returner. It's an art because you'd have to be able to look downfield. Nothing is short. Nothing is like uh, uh, up in front of you. You got to look down for you. You got to look for lanes that are there. And when you see that lane, you can't hesitate. You got to hit it. That's why sometimes you see these guys get blown up, like absolutely blown up. Because if you're paying attention to the front lines, you're never really going to get blown up because you're going to be curling and getting ready for the hit. But when you're looking beyond the first line where that lane is, you hit that, you're gone, untouched. But if you get caught, and sometimes these guys get blown up, you see get a, a decleater, is because he's not paying attention. He's looking at the lanes, right? Anyway, long story short, Darrington Evans, 
is one that we should be paying attention to alongside Andy, Andy Isabella and alongside Deontay Hardy. Those are your three guys, your three main return um, competitors that are trying to compete for that spot. Andy Isabella has got a little more on his play because right now, if he continues to show that he could fit, he could be a fit on this offense, it'll be hard to you know, set him loose. They might want to keep him. It'll be tough, man. It's listen, it's not this is why you want to bring in as many guys as possible because it makes they make the job hard. They make the job difficult for a coach to make a decision. If they, if you came in thinking that this is what it's going to be and I'm going to have receiver six like myself, I was saying this is what I thought was going to be. It's going to be obviously Diggs, Davis, Khalil Shakir, Sherfield, Deontay Harris, you know, Deontay Hardy, and uh and Justin Shorter. Call it a day. Not so much. Not so much. If Justin Short is going to continue to say and do nothing and just be quiet and, and not be a factor, not only in practice, but in the games, yo, move over, Justin Shorter. It's no different than that what we did with uh, Stevenson. Stevenson, I thought Stevenson was going to be a lock. And then he broke his foot. And then now he's, I don't know where he's at right now. Is he on another team right now? Is he out of the league? I have no idea. It just didn't work out. But I thought he was going to be a staple on the team. Coming out of Houston, he's got so much speed. The man, the man was called speedy for crying out loud. But nope, broken leg, and away we go. So here's the deal. Andy Isabella is definitely give you an opportunity to be a return man. So is Darrington Evans and obviously Deontay Hardy. That's the way I look at it. Shout out to my guy, Pierre the Kingpin. What's up, Pierre? Says, yo, middle linebacker is a different beast. Dorian may may want to sorry Dorian may won't Dorian won't be playing as fast knowing how much goes into playing that mic spot he played very well in the Latin in that and seeing the ball and getting getting that ball roll uh I think I read that completely wrong but I'm hoping I, I, you guys catch what my man P money is trying to say and, and what I decipher what he's trying to say is he's not able to play as fast as he wants to right and when you're playing that mic spot you gotta you you want to be able to play fast and not think and, and do what you do. So once he once he's able to to play fast and not think and know where he's supposed to be, it's a wrap. You we might have ourselves a, a like a gem in um in Dorian Williams. So let's see let's see how that plays out. Let's see how that plays out. I'm I'm looking very much forward to it. Now I don't want to sit here and pump 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 it up for my guy Andy Isabella like he's going he's going to be the next coming. But he did look very good in his his little time with the with the offense, and allegedly he was out there catching footballs from none other than Josh Allen. So if you catching footballs from Josh Allen and you getting ready, you know, saying to be implemented potentially with the first team to see how that chemistry and how that 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 continuity works with the two of you guys, something to pay attention to, something to very much pay attention to. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. But I like Trent Sherfield. Chen Sherfield definitely going to do what he's got to do. Marcel Aitman did what he was supposed to do. Uh, I mean, listen, the three depth piece receivers did what they were supposed to do. Two of them getting touchdowns. And no Justin Shorter. So I need to see Justin Shorter get his act together, baby, because if you don't, these boys will bounce your ass out and they will feel no, no remorse doing it. None whatsoever. I'm going to tell you that right now. So let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Uh, Andy Isabella, I like what I, I was able to see from Andy Isabella. It looks good. Um, and uh, the def defensive the defensive front looks fantastic. I'm all for it. 
I'm all for it, man. By the way, shout out to everybody tuning in right now. We got 300 people watching in this room. Smash that like while you guys are in here. If you have not subscribed, do me that favor. Subscribe right now. And let's get this video to 50 comments. 50 comments. If you're at this point right now, type in in the comment section, Andy Isabella, question mark, receiver six, question mark. If you got to this point right now, type that into the the, the comment section and uh, let's keep it rolling. All right. Next up on the docket. I got to watch my time here. Next up on the docket here, folks. And um, I guess, I guess, how am I, how, how do I transition into this one here? I want to try to find out how I can transition into, I mean, let, let's just get right into it. Let's just get right into it. When you're looking at this offense right now and you're looking at this team all together and you're looking at this team and you're looking at this, are you are you is there something that that the team is lacking is there something that stands out to you where you're like i'm unsure of how i feel about x what is it that stands out to you on this team and i'm going to give you guys an opportunity to 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 deliberate to, to talk it out to to let's see what's going on but is there anything on this team that's like man i'm i don't know how i feel about it I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know how I feel about coach doing this or them making this decision. What is it? And right now for me, when I'm looking at this old line and, and I want this old line to be solid all the way through, solid all the way through. And if you're solid all the way through, Josh Allen has a massive year. Josh Allen has a massive year. And it seems as though we we may have hit something with this old line with McGovern at left guard, Mitch Morse obviously holding it down. We got the rookie that's that's gonna get himself acclimated with this offense with his with his peers, and then you've got Spencer Brown. If everybody stays healthy and everybody does what they're supposed to do, this could be very good for this offense. This could be very good for our quarterback. But I'm gonna say this though. I get brought back to the linebacker position and I'm not sure how I feel about our middle linebacker. At first I was not ready to, to concede and, and say, yeah, I'm worried about it. Cause I was like, I, I, we should be okay. We have a very strong defensive front. And if everybody's in their lanes, everybody's doing their assignments, a linebacker could just, he could just, you know what I mean? The, the gaps will be wide open for him and you handle what you're supposed to handle but I didn't come away confident in watching Tyrell Dotson. Not because he played terrible, not at all because of that, because you're limited on what you can do, but he didn't wow me. And now that's got me, I guess you could say concerned. I guess you could say concerned. And if I'm concerned about the middle linebacker position, it tells me that maybe it's a bigger void than I anticipated. And I don't want to feel that way. I want to be able to say Tyrell Dawson should be able to fill in and he will be just fine because when he has filled in in the past, he did okay. He did okay. He wasn't a liability, but I don't want to judge it off of just these, these 13 to 15 snaps that he played. So I got to give, that's why these preseason games are great. So we're going to be diving in way more into Tyrell Dotson. I, I mean, I wish I, I don't know what programs these cats be using. You know what I'm saying? Getting that, get and and get, rewinding. I need to, I need to, I need to get me one of those bad boys, right? 
I ain't no technical. Like, if you guys want, you know what I'm saying, dumb down easy ways to kind of break stuff down, bro, that I'm your guy. You feel me? I'll do that. But golly, man, I need to see more of this linebacker position and seeing what I'm missing. Because if Dawson ain't doing it for me, coach is probably looking at it the same way, saying, Terrell Bernard, you, you ready, bro? Or are you still out? All right. I will shit. <laughs> Kim Betts is like, yo, come out and say it, big fella. Come out and say it, damn it. So, yeah, I'm going to just have to get on it, man, ASAP. And and I'm not even talking about – I'm talking about the clicker. I'm talking about the clicker, circle this and do this. I need to get one of them programs. But I'm going to figure it out. And then we're going to break some shit down. I'm going to make that shit exclusive. You know what I'm saying? The Bing Squad, let's roll. Let's roll the tape. You feel me? We're going to call the part – we're going to call the segment Roll the Tape. <laughs> we'll see how that plays out. But anyway, let me bring it back. I need to see more from Tyro Dawson before I say, yo, you, you, you whack and you terrible. I'm not there. I didn't like what I saw from him first game. I like what I saw from Dorian. And Dorian should have a lot of confidence. And that should make Coach go. I want Coach to be like, he's got to sit up in his seat a little bit. Now, I don't want you slouching saying it's all set. I need you to be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? I need you to be uncomfortable. And yes, my man P Money was. <laughs> I see what Pierre said. Uh, I need to see P Money say, oh, Rico wants to be on his Baldy. Yeah, I want to be like Baldy, man. I don't need anything fancy, but we're going to get into it. Because there's some things that I see, I'm like, mm. I'm going to tell you right now, if you go back and watch this game, uh, there I don't know what it was, but Kincaid had a pancake, an accidental pancake. But he pancaked the linebacker really good. He kind of gave him a route and put him on his ass. I don't know if you guys remember what, what I saw. I saw that shit. But anyway, uh, shout out to my man, Ronald Riggler. He says, yo, good seeing Sal. He says, off to bed. Off to bed you go, Sal. I mean, uh, Ron, we'll catch you on the flip side. But uh Altogether, what I do what I do like uh, from this this squad is that we're strong on the front, we're strong on the back end with our safeties. Taylor Rapp brings such versatility to this defense, which is gonna allow us to move things around. The one the one thing that I'm looking forward to seeing is how he's gonna implement all these guys on the same front. Having Dor having Dorian Williams, I I want to see a package where you got. Dorian Williams, Matt Milano, Taylor Rapp coming in, Teron Johnson somewhere in the mix. Like, I need to see how you're going to, you know what I'm saying, morph that and, and, and put something out there. And, they call, you know what I mean, that NASCAR, whatever you want to call that, that's a lot of speed on the field. I mean, that's a lot of, of, of ability to, you know what I'm saying, to stifle an offense. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. And uh, it is going to be fun. It's going to start off right up against, right up against the, uh, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers this, this, coming, this coming game, man. Eh? So we'll see how this plays out. Now, when I go back to this, this game that we just played, and I'm going to hit this before I get out of here, uh, I'm looking at the team stats. And you know me, I always got to look at the team stats and seeing what, what is being put out there and how are we, how are we dealing, right? So uh, give, me, give me something here while I'm going to just load this up. I'm going to read my man Walter's comment here. What's up, Walter? What's going on, man? Walter says, Yo, instead of focusing on what Dotson can't do, I'd rather focus on what he can't. If he can at least improve us in stopping the run, that would still be a big deal. Edmonds lacked in that area. Um, but, like, we can focus on what he can do. And what he can do is bring, the, bring that thump. And that he's a thumper linebacker. He's one of those. He, he ain't no coverage linebacker. He's more of a fill the gap and smash you. But here's the problem, though. What he can do was what I didn't see in this preseason game. And that's why I'm reluctant to really go all the way in because what 13, 15 snaps that he had, I don't know what it was exactly. 
But like, it's not enough for me to say, nah, he didn't do it. Because what his strength is, I didn't see. Because on three occasions, I saw a lineman pull up on him and kind of get him to the side and then just move him out of the way. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't put up a fight to bang and just kind of get on you. So that's my, that's my challenge. Uh, Walter, I mean, that's a good comment, Walter, for sure. But that's what I, I didn't see. That's why I can't, I, I'm not going to sit here and poo-poo on the man because I want to see more. I know he's capable of doing that very thing. That's his strength to really get up in there and smack you in the mouth. But I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Now, that's why film is great to go back and watch it. And maybe I'll, I'll be, I can look at it differently. But that's why I need to get my, my, my ass in the film room and, and take a look again, right? Um, but nonetheless, very solid comment. But at the same time, that's what I didn't see. We can focus on the good things that he does, but the good things that he, the good things that he does is what I didn't see. So then that becomes a problem. That becomes a problem. Uh, what's up, Barry? Barry Cumberbatch. What's up, my man? Barry comes in and says, Milano is our only consistent linebacker. We need to adjust that ASAP or else teams will run all over us, starting with the Jets in week one. Well, let me address that right quick. Uh, before I do, let me get my man P Money. My man Pierre comes in and says, uh, Dotson is not that guy, pal. <laughs> Bernard, get them new legs, man. We need them legs fresh, Bernard, because my man P Money says, Dotson is not that guy. And sometimes you just got to call it for what it is. If you feel it, that is, is just not the answer. Some people will feel that way. And I don't want to jump on that just yet because I, I haven't watched enough and I need to watch enough for me to know what's going on. But what I did see a good sample size of was of Dorian Williams. Am I being bias? Maybe. And I don't want to be. So I got I to gotta refrain and I can jump out there. But I'm going to tell you right now, if we don't get our act together, teams are going to be running over us. And if you look at what's going on in, in New England and you see what's going on with the Jets, you know what I'm saying? They got, some, they got a new pair of running backs. Zeke Elliott just joined the damn Patriots. And I'm going to tell you right now, man, don't sleep on the Patriots. We can't sleep on the Patriots. And most people might say, bro, you say that about the Jets. You said about the, the Dolphins. Well, I hate to break it to you, but the AFC East is probably the toughest division in football right now. It's probably the toughest football in, in fo the, the toughest division in football right now. Am I lying? It used to be the, I mean, I can't say it used to be. AFC North is always going to be that division. They used to say it was the NFC West of a tough division with the Rams and the Niners and the Cardinals and I beg to differ. The AFC East has become one of the best, if not the best, division in football. And you're gonna, you're gonna, ah, oh, Rico's acting scared again. It's not about acting scared. It's about showing respect. And the listen, the Patriots last year finished. What was the record the Patriots finished with? I'm trying to think of what what the what, what the didn't the Patriots finish like nine and eight, eight and nine for a team that wasn't great. Last year, they finished with a decent record. <laughs> yeah, and people want to sleep on that, but yo, you can't. What did they finish? The, the, the Jets finished what? Eight and nine. <laughs> they finished eight and nine, and they improved this year. And they got themselves a better. Yeah, you guys are saying I'm cap. It's not cap. <laughs> I'm trying to be real with y'all, man. It's not cap. I'm just trying to keep it a bug. It's like you can't just sleep on them because they still have Belichick. That's a great offensive. That, that's a great defensive coach. And now they actually have an offensive coordinator that'll actually make these guys roll. 
And now you got <laughs> you got you got Zeke and you got Ramondre Stevenson that are going to push each other. I'm just saying we just better get our act together, which brings it back to the linebacking position, which brings it back to the defense. We we just better corral and do what we do, stay mindful, stay in our gaps, and do what we're supposed to do. I'm telling you, it could become a big problem. We let these guys start getting 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 nasty with us and running all over us. Hey, we ain't gonna like that too much. We ain't gonna like that too much. So we just gotta stay in our gaps, stay, stay, stay where we're supposed to be defensively, and we'll be all right. But now you go to you, know, you go to the Jets with Dalvin Cook. The the way that offense is already cooking with their Hall of Fame quarterback. Brees Hall could be he's actually he's been removed out the pup list. Yo, that's why it's important. And I can see why McDermott and Bean were like, yo, load up on that defensive front because they're coming for us. But I ain't worried. I'm not too worried. I feel good about what we have on the defensive squad. But we just can't sleep on these squads. Like, we're just going to roll right through them. It's going to be a tough division. It's going to be a tough time. But you know what? Tough times build tough people. And I think that we would be just fine with who we got on this squad. So uh, I'm looking forward to... You know what I'm saying? The Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh game. Uh, I don't want to touch too much on it. We're going to touch on that on Friday. And then the game is on Saturday evening. So we're going to rock out together and watch that game. And we're going to, I'm going to try to get myself back in, in full form for the post-game show. But uh, for nonetheless, if you guys are, are craving more information and what you're looking for and what you'd like this show to bring and the BF to bring, you know where to reach us. Drop it up. If you have any questions, concerns before I get out of here, Drop that comment right this second so I can get on you and uh, and answer you. But uh, for the most part, well, let me let me let me button this up together right now. Hold on, I got a hot take coming in uh, from my man Pierre de Kingpin. He says, "Yo, hot take. Cook will have more yards than Cook. <laughs> You're a fool." <laughs> yeah, that's a hot take. All right, you better watch out because Cook Cook will outrun his brother. He will he will run he will outrun his brother. It's gonna be it's gonna be intense, man. And Cook is going to be the one saying, you know, I'm victorious at the end of the game. So shout out to Cook. He's going to be doing it. He's going to be doing it. But anyway, uh, let me let me button this whole this whole game up, and uh, we'll we'll get we'll get popping. We'll get going here. At the end of the day, here's the deal, folks. I like where the Bills are right now. Not too high, like everybody was on last year. Everybody's all over the Bills. They're gonna they're championship bound and this, that, and the third. And not that the pressure wasn't on, it was. And we were answering the call until a few things happened. But I will tell you this: where we are right now, because they're talking about the former champs, the Chiefs, and they're talking about Joe Burrow when Joe Burrow returns and the new look Ravens. You know what I'm saying? Then they got, you know what I mean? You got the Dolphins and all the the, the Jets. Yo. <laughs> the Chargers. Watch out for Chargers. And yo, they're talking about all these other teams. And that's cool. Let them talk. We'll do what we got to do. Stack wins as we go. And then they'll be on our D again. And by, by that time, we'll be so hardened. We'll be, we'll be so focused. We don't care what the noise is out there. We'll be ready to roll. We'll see. It's a Buffalo state of mind, man. That's what you got to be in. You got to be in a Buffalo state of mind, straight up. But that's my time, folks. That is my time. Smash that like before I get out of here. And if you guys have not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. 
Uh, we are back at it again on Friday evening, and we're going to preview the Jets. Excuse me. We're going to preview the uh, the Bills and the Steelers. We're going up against a good squad over there, man. Pickens to Pickets, right? George Pickens is doing big things over there. Pickett, Pickett is, is gaining some uh, some trust from the from the old heads on the squad. And uh, they got a good, they're always going to have a good run game out there. We're going to have our hands full. Don't you love this game, man? NFL is it's like there's nothing better than the NFL. There's no sport better than the NFL. The NFL is king. They are king for a reason, man. Like there's 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 intrigue everywhere. It's craziness, man. And uh, coach is going to have to make some decisions because there's going to be a lot of cuts coming very shortly to the Bills. And I feel I feel bad for some players that are going to be cut. There's going to be some surprise cuts. And I will try to give you guys my 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 roster prediction in the coming weeks. Um, if you guys are playing fantasy football, get ready to uh, to get into your fantasy bag. I got I got one last question before I get out of here. Uh, I'm the commissioner of one of my leagues and I didn't want to I don't want to do the the whole you know I'm saying like hit the button and all the, the 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 draft order is set for you it's boring any any of you guys have done a cool like draft order activity or something that you that you kind of get going so you kind of you interact with the, with the guys I'm trying to think of something that I can you know I mean do a fun a fun draft order uh idea if you guys have any fun draft order ideas give it to me if you guys don't have anything i'm just gonna press the old button and just here's your order but i'd like to do something kind of cool but if you guys have any great ideas you know you guys know where to do hit me up on my twitter hit me up anywhere else on social media and then we'll go from there so that's it folks the bills uh came away with uh with a nice little victory uh against the indianapolis colts the colts have named their starter Minshew is not the starter it's going to be richardson ar ar 15 i believe his number is anyways he's going to be the uh the quarterback for the Colts, he's getting the start, as they should. I mean, I remember Pierre saying they should have never started Nate Peterman. Nate Peterman! They should have never started Nate Peterman. And they should have started Josh Allen right from the start. And uh, some can say that would have been the best idea. And some might say, you know what? Sometimes you got to sit back and learn. Everybody learns differently. But Richardson is getting the start. And uh, and he's going to be damn good. He's going to be a damn good player, man. They build around that brother. He's going to be fine. Uh, but... Yeah, man, we're gonna come back on it again Friday evening. Join me on Friday, and uh, and then we'll have a we'll have a good old time. Maybe I'll bring the wifey back on. You guys seem to enjoy when she's on here talking her shit. So uh, we'll we'll get on there, folks. We're gonna get on there, and uh, folks, don't forget, man. My man Pierre is gonna be ready to hit them shots. Get that Jose Cuervo. He's gonna be taking shots out of the bottle. Wait till week one starts. He's gonna have everything set up for y'all, and y'all can you know party with my man P Money. You know what I mean that's how we do. So shout out to everybody tuned in. Smash that like before you get out of here. And uh, you guys have yourself a pleasant evening. And uh, folks, one and no preseason. <laughs> We're one and no in the preseason. And uh, we'll take that. We'll definitely take that. The Bills win 23-19. And uh, we call it a day. So have yourself a fantastic evening, folks. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. And until next time, it's your boy Rico's the Buffalo Fanatics. And I'm gone. Let's go. Save.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.